Welcome to the Jen and Gina Show, the podcast where we take you on an exciting adventure through the heart and soul of the Western industry. We are here to inspire, uplift, and empower women who are chasing their dreams in the Western world. Thanks for listening. Welcome to the Jen and Gina Show. Hey, Jen, we're going to do podcast number nine on why is it important to have a why? Part two. Part two. <laughs> How's your grit, grace, and gratitude been this week? It's been good. Um, I need a little get a little gritty. We've been to some uh, graduation parties, so I need to back off on the alcohol. Oh, <laughs> right. I need to get some grit. No, I've and, celebrated. Yes, completely. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And... Um, and on that, yeah, it's been fun just going to graduations and, and seeing people advance and move on and good and sad and happy times all at the same time. And it's fun watching those kids grow. And yeah. That's exciting. Yes. So, yeah. So it's um, made me realize, I guess, on grace to give some time and be thankful for JC and our high school years because it's going to go by fast. We have <laughs> three more now. So, right. <laughs> yeah, it's like, eek. <laughs> scary. And on that note, we drove down to Lakeview, Oregon for Savannah Greenfield's graduation mm-hmm. and went there. And I love driving through Oregon. It's so pretty on the east side here. And uh, anyway, so I'm really thankful that we have those big open spaces. And that is nice. It's yeah. awesome to through drive John through. Day and- yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We went both ways. We went, I don't know, the one way through. Oh, I guess the first day we drove mostly at night. But then uh-huh. on the way home, we went the other way through um, there. I don't know. Yeah. It's just all beautiful, that country. So it is pretty. Yes. How about you? What's great grace and gratitude? How's it shown up for you? Um, I'm going to have some gratitude this week for the people that put on breakaway ropings because yes. there's been quite a few the last couple of weeks. There um, has been. I've been so bummed we've missed them. So mm-hmm. I'm glad. Which ones did you go to last this last couple of weeks? Um, I didn't go the one in Basin City or Brad's. I went to, but they all three that I'm thinking of. And then I went to Joey's and he's had them all winter in yes. Ellensburg. Um, they've all had rope barriers, nice. um, which I just appreciate that so much. Cause I, yeah. and I know it takes the manpower to tie it, tie a neck rope and a few things and oh, yeah. tie the barriers and stuff. But, yep. um, for me, uh, roping is as it's scoring as as much about scoring as roping. Oh yeah, and I feel with the uh, rope barriers, I think that is that's huge. So yes, I think just some gratitude for the people that take the time and effort to do that because I have no desire to do that. No, it's hard if you've ever put on a function. It's 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 not easy. Let's put it that way. Right. Yeah. yeah. And taking entries and starting on time and figuring the score like Kylie like ropes and takes the entries and then Crystal helps. Yeah, it just like right and yeah. Those are all the things that are um, not easy that I don't want to go unnoticed. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. So this week we're going to talk about your why, why like, and why it's important for you to have your why. So yes, let's start. Well, why, why are you here? Why are you talking on the podcast? And well, funny enough, that's kind of one thing I did have to learn about me is I'm kind of a why girl. Like, uh-huh. you know, I kind of feel like you either... You, 
when you wake up the first thing in the morning, like, what do you ask yourself? And I ask myself, why am I going to get out of bed? Why am I doing this? Why? I'm just kind of the why girl. <laughs> why, why, why? So I do. I do ask that question a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess on my podcast or our podcast, it came about why I wanted to do it was one to help you give a voice out and do it. But mm-hmm. two, I just thought, man, this would be fun. And then with my app coming along, I was like, it would be great to have a voice and kind of help spread the word. And with breakaway roping, I that was my, it's been always my mission is to help women in the Western world advance. Mm -hmm. So that's why I created my app. That's why I've done what I've done. That's, you know, all of it through it. So if I can help that mission, you know, in life, then I'm, I'm serving those people and helping others. Oh, yes. I think it's important, right? I think you said to have your mission, right? Yes. you know, I like I have mine, right? With women in gain confidence inside and out this, the arena. Yours is helping women. Advance. Yes, advance in the Western world. Yes, right. Exactly. Yep. So, why the app? So, well, let, like, let's start about what, how did you start with that? Like, where 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 did that come from? Well, we were driving to a rodeo. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it's, like, it's us again. <laughs> but no, we were yeah, and it was just one of those things where we wanted to know how we did and. Um, we couldn't figure it out. We didn't know it was before, you know, Cowboy Channel and everybody and all the secretaries were had stuff online. And so you never knew how you did if you were in the first slack or mm-hmm. if you were in the first round or two. And so we kind of were brainstorming on some of that. And then I just couldn't get how people could... Um, use it consistently or give us results or, you know, why would they honestly just answer that question? Why would they use it when, you know, everything else is kind of advanced. And so I was thinking, well, if I could solve another problem, then, you know, that would help them use it more and be more um, consistent with it. So I was trying to help solve the problem of taking the old uh, notepad and pen and paper and write down the draw of what mm-hmm. the cattle did and put it on your iPhone. Because I believe this next generation, they don't use pen and paper. Like I've seen maybe one or two kids in the last 50 in the high school that will do that, you know? Right. And so I just feel that next generation needs something that they can have and the tools on and their it phone. it will be a shorthand, right? Yes. yes. So like, yeah, it's just the drop down box piece of it, right? Yes. So like you can go on there, pick your calf and it'll have a shoot rating because I've always taken it where how they start out of the shoot is different from how they run in the field. Mm-hmm. And so if you really break those down and I feel like if these kids will start writing that and controlling that, they'll really, it'll help them score better. Oh, I think so too. Right. Because they'll actually start paying attention to that. And then they'll start t- paying attention to them, how the actual calf runs out in the field. And, and if they start thinking about that and choosing something, you know, mm-hmm. I, I feel that's one way. And then the other way is just, I hope I'm hoping that everybody gets a little bit better on the same page because you know, some medium fasts are different or plus minuses or plus pluses are different. You know, everybody rates it a little differently. So I'm like, well, if we could all rate it the same way, we would, if we're on the same communication and the level of speaking, then, you know, everybody can advance. Right. If we're all speaking the same language. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I love that idea of helping um, ropers get better about, because I don't think, think a a new roper. uh, So like a, a, kid learning to rope or somebody that's coming back that maybe never paid attention, like they don't even know how to do it. And I kind of, from what I'm foreseeing is your app will break that down for them. Like, well, what am I supposed to be looking for? Yes. Or like you can go back and be like, well, this girl rated it that. And then all of a sudden it'll, you can watch her run and then be like, see it too, you mm-hmm. know? So, and then match it to the video, right? Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's what I hope. And that's my goal and why I did it. I'm not just trying to, um, you know, do it for 
other purposes or money where other, although I do have another why of my husband's, you know, nine years older than me and he's going to retire a heck of a lot sooner. So I'd like to go to Arizona soon too. <laughs> so I'm hoping, I'm hoping this will be my little retirement project that I can, you know, mm-hmm. keep working on the side, but yet, you know, cl- complete my life mission as well. So I think that's awesome. Right. Yeah. So that's kind of the why of my, uh, um, app and, uh, kind of how it got started, I guess. So, yeah. And then I know you always, you're always helping people. Even now you've always been helping people, um, with goats and barrels and breakaway and all the things. So what's, what's your why surrounding that? Sure. So when I was in high school, um, I used to get some help and do things, but I knew, if I, I worked hard at it, I guess, but I, and I had learned something like, um, I think I heard it just even in science or something like that. If you really wanted to get good at something, then teach it, you know? Mm-hmm. And so in college, I knew if I wanted to master it, then I had to teach it. And in goat tying, that is the top level. Like there's no professional goat tying, you know? Right, so, right. so the CNFR is the, you know, the Thomas and Mac of, you know, goat of tying. goat tying. Mm-hmm. So I knew in college, I had to be at my top level. And Mm -hmm. so how to get there was to, um, to teach. And so I, and so I started putting on those clinics and doing stuff and teaching help and helping people. And it it did, it benefited me three different ways. It, it put a little money in my pocket to keep going. It, um, it gained me knowledge in the sport. And then it also helped allowed me to help others along the way and keep it going. So I, and I was big into the motivation. I started, Oh, I did like the NBC camps in high school and, you know, they were big on the positive mental attitude and it was just ingrained into me young, you know, of that. And I just knew that it was very important, but yet it was like, it was this hidden secret, you know? Oh, right. And so how did like, when you're in high school, how did you kind of apply that to, cause you played lots of basketball yep. and wrote you, high school rodeoed. And yes. so how did you kind of, so I, I took, we, um, I took a lot of that stuff from, uh, NBC camps and applied it to rodeo. And I would, you know, um, there was oh, a couple sayings of, uh, you know, just the thought for today and, you know, take some time out and, you know, be thankful and just different things that they would do. And, and I would just apply that even to rodeo. So I, you know, if, if you had a positive thing in the basketball court, I'd just relay it over into rodeo and try to try to make the mental part of it work as well there. And do you still use some of that today? Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd say for sure. I, I actually, I would say I'm learning that it's more important now than before. Like mm-hmm. I knew it was a, it was a, it was a piece and it was, it was like that fire that lit you up, but I didn't understand how important it was. Mm-hmm. And right. you know, like, I, like you learn, you, I love asking that question. How much do you think, you know, rodeo is mentally, you know, and, and how much do you think? Oh, I would say it depends on, um, which sports a little bit or which event, excuse me, uh, but I would say at least around that 90, 80, 85, 90% is what I'd guess. Um, you know, there's a little bit of what differentiates in the sports, um, or the I, events like go tang. I say your, um, agility and ability and, you know, that sort of physical. physical part of it. I mm-hmm. think there's a little bit more there in the goat tying. Um, I don't believe there's any certain size or anything like that. Like that is one thing I've always taught, like match your body type to a style and match, you know, what you physically can do to a go, you know, and mm-hmm. I've tried to always, you know, help girls like with really big, long legs. I'm like, Hey, quit bending over and trying to grab the bottom leg. Like, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> just grab the collar and flank, like like it works too. Right. <laughs> you know, and, and, the, and there's certain styles, like I really try to, to match to benefit them. I'm not trying to hinder them or whatever. 
whatever. I'm just like, Hey, you're tiny. You can do whatever you want, or you're big and this is going to work. It takes longer for you to get to the ground. Yes, exactly. And the same with horses and getting off and all that, you know, like I've learned with my daughter, she's five too. So, you know, I've had to learn like a horse's stride messes her up. Right. And that's what she like something about horses. Well, I have to ride or I'm riding so-and-so because of the stride. Yes. Yeah. When she's tried different horses, she, she will say, yeah, like when she rode Hurley, <laughs> she's like, mommy's okay, but man, he can just throw me. And I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> right. Cause it's like, oh yeah. And like, she couldn't even stride half his stride. So right. it is different, you know? Yeah. But it, so I, I do feel there's a, a physical piece there, but I believe anybody can do it. I don't feel like it's limiting to, you know, a certain body type or anything like that. Right. But then I still hear you taking that mental aspect of it and applying it and saying, okay, well, it's not that I can't do it. I just no. need to try a little different. Yes. And be aware or have somebody else help you point that out and, mm-hmm. and find your blind spots and, and all of that. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So what about blind spots? Oh, those are good ones. I, they're hard. Um, <laughs> I, I would say, yeah. Um, may, I think that's one reason like why I try to help people too, is to find their blind spots or what they're really missing. Well, let's back up. What do you mean by a blind spot? Um, what you're skipping over, what you're missing. So like if, um, if I'm helping a girl in the goat tie in 90% of them right now are, they get their legs so sprung out when they go to flank the goat, they lose control of it. So it's like, keep your knees together. (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But they don't, they're so worried and focused on their tie and this and that and that, that there's forgetting that simple little step and they're getting mm-hmm. so sprawled out. They're going so fast that it's like, you know, and I'm like, well, you're just, your knees are too wide. You just got to bring it back in. The goat's not that big, you know? Uh-huh. And so, um, I would say a blind spot is something that you're physically or mentally missing, but you just don't realize it. Okay. And then how, what, what, what do you do or how do you, yeah. How do you figure it out? I like to stop and ask why three times because I feel like you get to the root cause of it that time. Mm, okay. So like if you're, um, you know, if uh, in anything, you know, I think if you if you really ask why three times, why did this happen? Then why did that happen? And then why did that happen? I think you really get to the basic or the root of it. Oh, so some, and that's something you can apply into your roping or to life. Business. Yes. Anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, I, I agree. I I think it actually stemmed from one of my business books that suggested that. And I was applying it to the pool bending one day with my daughter. And I'm like, huh, it works there too. It works. It works. <laughs> it works. So yeah. So yeah. She, she may have got a little annoyed with me, but it worked. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a good, it's a good rule. And I'm like, just stop. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, I tell them all the time, I'm like, well, if you messed up your tie, you're probably not you know, did you mess up your uh, flank? Well, yeah. Well, why'd you mess up your flank? Because it was your block, you know? Mm. So right there, you know, one, two, three. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a good, yeah. So I think asking why three times is a really good reason to figure out the root cause of why you're kind of messing up or doing something. And what are your thoughts or how do you suggest to people to come up with their why? Um, That's a good one. I like to, for me, um, I, th- I got it out of one of Tony Roberts's books. Um, and I asked the, co- or I answered the question, what do you want people to say about you at your funeral? Mm, uh-huh. And then kind of, that was like the end, <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. And it was like, okay, now step it back and then be like after, you know, when you retire and then here and, and, um, I think you really got to dig deep down inside and, and figure out, 
how can you help others, but then do what you love and do what you're just kind of that magic inside of you that you were God's gift born with, mm-hmm. you know, how can you combine those two and, and kind of uh, figure out what your superpower is and, and kind of answer those questions. And um, that'd be a good topic. We should ask, talk about that one time is how to figure out your superpower. How to figure out your yeah. superpower, right? Yeah. Cause, but I think it starts with this, like how, what is your life mission, your dream, your goals, your, mm-hmm. you know, it, And I, I feel like it changes. Like I couldn't answer that question 10 years ago. I honestly could not think 10, about 10 years in advance is about the max. I could literally stop and break it down into. And so it's always been easy for me, um, to break it down into like, okay, my year end goal, my year goal, then monthly, weekly, daily, you know, that, that was easy. That's what's limiting you. Um, could probably driving you both. Mm -hmm. I would say. I would say definitely both. Um, uh, I I did always kind of know and help others. So I feel like my main mission was still being, you know, kind of brought out. Mm-hmm. But um, I guess I couldn't tell you it. Right. You know? That whole, yes, yeah. I think it's a whole different level to be able to articulate it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And just be positive and confident. Like, yeah, this is this, why I'm here. Right. This, this is why, like, <laughs> I, I, and, it, and it's okay to not quite understand your why. Yes. Is what I hear you saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or fully understand. Uh, maybe not, de- no, not well, develop. Well, if, if we learn from our mistakes, then I feel like if you're down a wrong path, it's okay. You just have to stop and know to turn around and right. go to it, go on another one. Or, mm-hmm. hey, this is not my for me. Or, you know, it's okay to be there and you learn from it mm-hmm. and, and move on. And it's okay to figure out... I don't ever look back and be like, oh my gosh, that was a wasted time. It was like, well, it's a learning. I exactly I learned from it. This is how I grew and this is, you know, what I learned from it and go on. Right. I think that's huge. Yeah. To yeah. Be able to to know to know that. Yes. So yeah. So I don't know if I kind of answered that question, but I feel like that's kind of I guess how I the you know, the big picture and, and work it way back. So. Mm-hmm. Right. That's that's I think that is huge. Um what else about your whys? Um, I don't know. I, I was like you, I guess, when I was little. I just loved horses, and I was actually kind of scared of them. Like, I hated going fast. <laughs> yeah, I was the one that, like, ended up rodeoing the longest. Like, I don't know. Right. But maybe it was, like, that stubbornness in me that I was just like, I'm going to get this, you know? Right. And I feel like, in the, in the same, like, I honestly did not like go tying, like, I wanted to quit my freshman year in um, Lacey, high school. Yes. Oh. And Lacey Jones mom was like, you do not quit unless you put in 10 minutes of work every day for a month. And if you don't get better after that, then you can quit. <laughs> and of course I went like from fifth in the state that year, you know, I was like, thank you. Right. Right. <laughs> so yeah. And then, and then your love of goat tying was born. Yes. So yeah, I have to owe that to uh, Mrs. Jones there. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. But no, it, but it was, it was, like but it was fun seeing those people that knew you had more to give and do and you you could mm-hmm. you know and then and it was a challenge and it was fun it was it was something that I could work hard at and get results from that's nice yeah and so um oh gosh I think I went on I don't know how many damn barrel races horses I tried in my high school career it was more than years I, I mean I think I went through like 20 of them it was ridiculous and it just I never could get that one that just clicked or it mm-hmm. was because I changed or it, it 
anyways, it just did not work out for me, but I could work at the goat tying and get results. And so, you know, and the same with the breakaway and the roping end of it. And so I think that just kind of strived to me and I really enjoyed team roping there for a long time and then kind of breakaway got into it. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I think you'd you kind of go in between sports and just, or the different events and, you know, feel for it. But, um, I knew goat tying, I was only limited. I was only granted eight years of it. So focus. Yeah. And I was just like, well, this is it. Do you want to really try your hardest at it and give it your all? Or is it just going to be that back burner event, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I, I, I did, I wanted, I knew I could, and it, it did come easy when I did, but then I always tried to be my personal best instead of just letting it happen and enjoy it. Right. So, yeah. But, um, yeah. So I don't know the, um, I guess that was part of, you know, one of my whys is just keep working at it and trying to overcome your fears through it too. And, and how has that paid off in the rest of your life or shown up um, after college? Uh, well, shoot, just like right now, this app, like it scares me to death to do some of this <laughs> stuff. And I'm like, but that's just it. It's like, if you have to get used to getting uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. and, I think that's a huge statement right there. <laughs> yes. And so I, I feel like it's okay to be that way. It means that you're doing new things and learning new things and, and you're stepping into new territory. Mm -hmm. And that's really fun and Expansion exciting. and growth. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. And so I feel like that's um, challenging and, and it's all those events have really pushed me through that. And, um, I guess rodeo in general, that's kind of why I've always done the all around thing is because I wasn't very good at barrel racing. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to make a barrel horse <laughs> and you just, but you just keep grinding through it and learn and, and keep going and, and be okay to learn, you know, and make mistakes and keep at it and, and you'll figure it out. So, mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I think if you just kind of keep applying those things in any one of your things you want to you know, try to do, it's kind of fun. So, but I, I don't know. I just, um, I knew when we had kids, I got a horse and I was like, I'm going to make it an all around horse for her. And, you know, my right, daughter and right. just, you know, I had those other deeper, um, you know, reasons, I guess, to keep, you know, yeah, to keep going and, and why I did what I did. And I, rodeoed with you guys because I wanted to help promote the breakaway. Mm -hmm. I didn't have the horse. I didn't, you know what I mean? Like it was really not my forte at that moment in time in my life, but I was like, I want to support it. And I, right. But I think that was a huge effort though, because I think it was important to have people that were good spokespeople that could yes. talk to those committee people when they yep. showed up and yeah. Thank them. And, and thank yes, them and say and the right judges. Word. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. The judges. Yes. <laughs> that was, I was glad I was on a couple of those because it was like, boy, we are paying you. <laughs> Where's the money going? Like, right. Oh, you are? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Yes, we are. <laughs> yes. Right. Oh my gosh. So many conversations. Oh yeah. But no, it was fun. It was, mm -hmm. but it was kind of fun because my husband was like, well, you've made every other finals. Why wouldn't you try for the circuit finals? I was like, oh, yeah, I guess so. I, I guess so. I'll, I'll do that, too. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, just another check mark, I guess. But, yeah. Right. That's cool. Yeah. Anything else you'd like to share about your why? I don't think so. I think uh, it's a good question to ask yourself and continue asking yourself. Or even if you get stuck, you know, like you said, go take a walk and try to figure it out or back off. Or ask somebody else to be like, hey what are you seeing that I'm missing and why am I doing this? Mm -hmm. You know, why, you know, ask him like, why is it feeling like this or something? So, right. Cause I think a lot of times people get stuck, right. Yes. And get stuck in the day to day for whatever reason, whether it's a health reason or, um, uh, emotional or just, and they just can't 
Yes, get through it. Get through it. So yep. I think being really clear on your why. And maybe next week we should talk about what is it? Did you say harnessing our superpower or figuring out our superpower? <laughs> figuring out, I think is what I think. But yeah, harnessing would be a good one too. Hmm. Yeah, I like that. Okay, yeah. we'll have to work on that. Sounds good. All right. Well, I hope you guys all have some grit, grace, and gratitude this week and in the future as well. And we will talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. Thanks for joining us on our adventures today. We hope you enjoyed saddling up with us on the Jen and Gina show. Remember success in the Western industry is all about grit, grace, and gratitude.